Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the Unbuja Food Aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the Unbuja Food Aid. Good morning, Twin Cities. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> this is your Umbuji Foodie, Wesley Wright, and not Wesley Wright. Your Umbuji Foodie Junior. How's everybody doing this so morning? Silly. Thank you all for if you're tuning in this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you know, we're here every Saturday at ten o'clock. Even though today is um, <laughs> we're ready behind schedule, right? But that's my fault. It totally is my fault. We we're here every Saturday at ten ish o'clock. Whatever <laughs> it is, ten o'clock. Just today, just had to be an issue. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you're listening on the radio, driving around in your car, maybe I don't. Who knows? Going to uh, a farmer's market or something. You know, be safe out there. But uh, yeah, maybe you want to tell us about. The foods that you're going to probably be getting or, you know, maybe in preparation for next week because, you know, it is Thanksgiving and whatnot. Anyway, uh, you could l- definitely call us here at the radio station 651-234-79. Once again, 651-200-3479. If you are l- one of our supportive listeners that is on TuneIn app or going to TuneIn.com, um, you could always just search for WEQY and you know listen to the show streaming live. Right. You could all still could call in too. So just because you're streaming doesn't mean that you can't you know call in and hear yourself <laughs> if you like that. Right. And but unfortunately, it, we're not doing the Facebook live this morning. Not today. We're doing some restructuring. Yeah, exactly. So when it's up again, it'll be all revamped and. As unbougie as we can make it, I know, right? We're just exactly. A little bit of downtime getting that squared away. Exactly. So for our loyal Facebook Live listeners, we apologize. Uh, yeah, you know, we won't, we won't forget. We don't forget about you. We'll not forget about you. You know, you, you're just as important. So uh, please bear with us as we kind of make those changes. But it's good changes because it is going to be uh, all for the purpose of for you <laughs> you know the community making things more engaging and just exciting the type of conversations that we have and the topics that we that we're talking about um i want to uh, kind of jump right in you know and kind of talk about uh, well just mention what we'll be talking about um almost a carryover from last week but uh i was listening to the i was looking on the news um I won't, I'll just say the news. I was going to use a, a broadcast station and everything. No, we won't do all that. But I was looking on the news, and I'm quite sure that you all heard um, there in Texas. I think it was either, I believe it was Dallas. I believe it was Dallas. But 600,000 pounds of food was actually given away. I mean, and 
if you haven't seen those long lines um, you are on the free that extended from the food the, the area that they were actually giving away food and you know where people were driving in you know on the street but it extended all the way onto the freeway so this was not something that was oh there was an accident or whatever no this is yeah I, we are in a serious t- I've never seen that before I've never seen that and and I don't think I'm over exaggerating that though the closest thing that I've come to that is when it was gas rationing and that was gosh that was in like the 70s um yeah early 70s or something maybe 80s uh but I just <laughs> I know right sorry um clearly uh I wanted to definitely talk about that and how we are the situation that we're in just overall and what we could do to to help um you know i know that's dallas but we're here in the twin cities and you know it's important for us to especially around this time period around the holidays people are are giving so much or being um i guess open to give of their time not just their you know open their pocketbooks or whatever but giving of their time yeah. too especially right now when you know not a lot of people there are a number of individuals that are um, unemployed they don't have the opportunity to maybe have that thanksgiving that you they're used to having um you know things have been scaled down or they haven't had the opportunity to um have the opportunity to really prepare something and have well, hello covid and right. having people at your home but there are so many things that we could try to help to do aside from the fact of in me i was going to say invite someone but you can't do that but i'm saying maybe make a meal send it to them right or drop it off exactly that friends don't let friends have top ramen for thanksgiving uh, dinner mm, uh, this coming from the king of top ramen not for Thanksgiving. No, well, that's different. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, I'm telling you, it's it's just the weirdest time, right. and we that's what we're ta- here to talk about. You know, what exactly are you doing? Um, you know, are you doing virtual? And uh, this is not to shame anybody or or anything. Um, I'm just curious and finding out what you're doing for I guess the holidays um, maybe you are in a household already you right. know and you don't have to travel to somebody's you've in as they say your own little bubble with your fa- certain family members or something like that are you just going to be together like that or are if you're not are you going to do something virtual um, I'm going to share and you probably don't know yet but um, I'm going to share their friends I consider family here. Um, they are planning to do kind of like a dish exchange. So it is each family is going to actually take a dish or has been assigned a dish and they're going to make that. They were going to come to one central location, exchange bags of food and then go back home and then eat. Okay. Yeah. Why not? That sounds fun. I mean, I think it's I think it's I I think it's unique. I think it's different. You know, maybe someone else has probably already 
thought of it. I don't know. To me, it sounds good. Sounds fun. But that's just me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, what are you doing? What are what what unique ways are you still being safe, but also conscious that you you maybe need that interaction with your those loved ones? I mean, still you know doing social distancing and everything but i'm just saying what exactly are you doing what unique things are you actually doing right or or Mm -hmm. you could be like just going rogue just like i'm 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 alone this thanksgiving that can also uh be someone's situation yeah so not only what are you planning on doing to engage with maybe extended family or friends but if you don't have any plans like that what are you just doing kind of in general right what do you have to do this next year you know are you just gonna eat cheetos and hey or, wait or, or whatever that what? sound like a plan hot cheetos and takis hot cheetos and takis now for all my real ones out there <laughs> i know up. you know that track <laughs> uh anyway uh whatever <sighs> Uh, but yeah, we, we, we'd love to find out what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but while, you know, that's a conversation that you could feel free to call in and right, maybe even send us a message. Run and go for the show. Yeah, just, just let us what you what you're doing. But mm-hmm. we really want to talk about... <sighs> I get, I'm, as I mentioned, I started off with the food bank. Um, what What is it that... What can we do, you know, here in the Twin Cities to actually make this a better time period for those that may not have as much or at all uh, or they're having a rough time? You know, it, it would be. I don't know. I, I, it's it's a it's a topic that's it's really hitting close to home in this sense of the city of the twin cities because yes there are we talked about food banks and resources last week that you can utilize but even with you know organizations or we recently had what give men give mn or um, give to the max day if you would we know that it was on November 19th. Um, the Twin Cities actually set a record. Um, and I can't remember what that number is. I think it was like um, $36 million, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. I could be mistaken on that. But it was it was raised statewide. But that's just one opportunity you know, during this holiday season that we're able to raise money or raise funds for a number of different nonprofits and a number of those nonprofits are your your food banks or your food shelves that are within the community uh, and what better way to what better time to actually talk about that one it being a food show but then we know that this is a time where individuals are getting together they're preparing meals um, what opportunities are there that you can get involved in or you may have to utilize if you don't have those resources? Well, here are a few. Uh, NPR uh, you know, wrote an article um, 
recently about ways Minnesotans can help others during the holiday season. And I already mentioned about Give to the Max Day, which was on the 19th of uh, November. And we know, again, it's through donations. Thousands of um, Minnesota nonprofits have been able to gain um, a way of still being in existence, if you would, because of that generosity of you, of Minnesotans uh, that are giving. Um, But we last week we talked about Second Harvest Heartland. We know that they are the largest, they're the second largest food bank in the country. They provide a variety of different ways uh, for you to find meals that fit even your specific needs, whether it be like vegetarian, um, you know, certain uh, health restrictions or something. Gluten free. Right, exactly. Uh, But they are looking for ways uh, to continue their chance of being able to feed individuals so along with donations um, we talked last week about volunteering you know maybe to sort and to repackage food uh, for you know the boxes that they are actually preparing for families so you know again we're just giving you opportunities and and ways to show your support um, during this time period Again, sometimes we may not have the financial contributions, but if you, uh, you know, can, take some time right. for yourself. You I was going to say you can donate a little time. Exactly. Anything like that. And that kind of goes into the next little kind of tool that this article brings up, the Twin Cities Mutual Aid Project, which yeah. is actually really cool. It's a group of uh, volunteers that kind of just continuously scan the Internet for um, organizations and provide a um, a constantly updating map for mutual aid sites around the state. And this will be good for if you want to volunteer to know where you can go. And also if you need use of those services, this is a regularly updated map telling you where it is. Interesting. Interesting. Um, the next one right after that, you're probably all familiar uh, with Sheridan's story. Um, Sheridan Story is an organization that had been fighting child hunger, um, but it has a new name. It's now called Every Meal, uh, Fighting Child Hunger. And, you know, you go to their website, which is everymeal.org, and you find out specifically about ways uh, which you're able to make contributions. Um, You know, you definitely find out what their, their mission is. Um, which states that more than 200,000 children in Minnesota live with food insecurity without reliable access to food, such as free and reduced meal programs at school. The risk of hunger is very real. And even right now, the what we're going through uh, COVID-19 or the pandemic, uh, it most likely parents often rely on their children having the opportunity to go to school to have a meal now that they are home. You know, there's that extra responsibility or added, which I don't know if you would take that as, well, you're the parent. You should be feeding your child anyway. No, it's just added to everything that we're going on through right now. So with, again, uh, standing by with their mission of fighting hunger, every meal now works to fight hunger in every in all of the communities, filling gaps 
to food access that children face um, during weekends, summers, and extended breaks. We are on a basically an extended break. You might as well say that. Right. Um, and you know here. You know, every meal they also still have a, uh, a response to the coronavirus and what they're actually doing as well. So they are adapting, you know, their food gap programs to make sure that food gets to children and families that need it the most. So they are constantly monitor- monitoring their, you know, and adjusting their response in regards to the coronavirus as well as, you know, looking at. How families are, you know, with school age children are being asked to stay at home. Mm. Um, you know, parents, of course, you know, if they don't have that opportunity to stay home with their children, you know, they're making sure that maybe they're reaching out to the community and finding ways to give or have a central area where they could prepare meals and make it available. But they go on to say that, you know, they're currently providing over 200,000 meals a month across 31 school districts in Minnesota and working with other partners to make food available to local children and their families. So just again, other organizations are out here. um, And if you're interested, you know, again, visit their page, everymeal.org, so that you'll have an opportunity to get involved. Um, they also offer a way for you to donate, to fundraise, definitely to volunteer, but you could also donate food as well. Um, I just want to kind of like go to that. They have physical food drives and digital contactless food drives, which that I saw, I thought was very interesting because here, you know, as an alternative to dropping off or collecting foods, you know, um, there are digital contact food drives. You know, uh, since they purchase food from bulk suppliers, they're able to make dollars stretch even further. So it's through your donations uh, that they're able to, you know, provide an equivalent to those cost of foods and be able to provide food to children within the community. So when you go online, you're able to purchase, let's just say, a case or cases. Uh, And they have the specific dollar, um, I mean, quantities and so forth. And you just simply have to, right? You know, uh, rather than, okay, well, dang, I've got to go to the grocery store. I got to go get, you know, a bunch of stuff. You don't even have to do that. All you have to do is go to there. And I think this is just so cool too. Um, Go to their website. Again, everymeal.org under the, uh, the link or the menu of get involved, donate food, digital contactless food drive. You'll go down a, a basically a grocery list of things that you health wise, you know, that is what's the word I'm looking for. That is the basics for every family. I mean, things are canned. There's some things that are canned, but there are like canned peaches and pears there's some vegetables. There's noodles, macaroni and cheese, or I, I don't, I don't know if it's craft, but whatever. I was about to say, is it craft? It, it doesn't say craft, but whatever. There's mm. macaroni and cheese. Um, but then, oh, okay, there's soup. There, uh, there's tuna. Um, there's chicken breasts. So again, I, we're, I'm listing off just a few of these things, but it's just what are some basic things that you know that you should be able to. Um, can make 
for your your family or make available for a family for a meal um you, we have to be creative nowadays right we really really do and i'm sorry um having an opportunity to gain food as a resource for your family um you how do i say this you can't be choosy does that make sense i i get it Uh, but i mean am i wrong though no but i'm I'm say it i'm not saying that (laughs) no (laughs) just know that you know there's thought always put into the type of foods that are actually being provided like there there's even pasta right so you know if you i didn't see i beggars can't be choosy (laughs) but exactly there's no pasta sauce in there or anything like that but you know who's to say you know you might go to another have another opportunity to go someplace else and buy a a can of pasta sauce or or tomato sauce or whatever but if you want something that's hearty and that's going to fill your fill uh, be satisfying for your family or for your children chicken breasts some pasta you know whatever seasonings you got up in hopefully you got salt and pepper (laughs) And you're not bland. I'm sorry, but still, I I know I'm making light of that. But clearly, it's all about making sure that you have food for your family. Right. Take advantage of every resource. Exactly. Possible. Exactly. And what I think is really cool about this is it's um what's the word I'm looking for? I guess accommodating is the right. Yeah. Thing. It's accommodating not only for our current situation, but just outside of you know the the space of of covid this is a really great way of having people kind of get more involved in these kind of uh in these kind of projects typically yeah. speaking they i i can see it being kind of daunting so right. even you know like i said even dismissed from our current predicament this is still a really great tool just for for normal stuff i've been wanting to be involved in that right exactly i mean so many uh, I'll say organizations. Um, we could probably touch on you know restaurants and businesses a little bit later, and and everything. But so many businesses are now switching to it's going to be contactless, or it's going to be uh, um, you know you order online and you pick it up you know curbside or or something you know rather than running the risk of you know someone. Uh, being in contact or being exposed to the coronavirus and honestly you can't fault folks for you know making the decision but i also have to recognize too that i know that it can be probably difficult for businesses to make that transition Mm -hmm. it's not just a, a snap of the fingers or you know like a light switch where you turn on it's like hey here's the idea some folks do have to kind of like sit down or maybe they because we've been doing this for so long already what eight nine months um maybe they've did it before and now that we're having to do it again they probably already have that process you right. know as something in their wheelhouse as they you say know what we can do now right exactly and then they'll probably find new ways or more exciting ways to offer you know do offerings maybe switch up on their meals or whatever the case is but it's still hard because 
in doing that, you don't need a full staff. So you're going to have to let people go. So it's a it's a vicious cycle right about now. And, you know, help is needed in some ways or in some way, some ways in one way or another, Um, because here you have then servers that are out of a job, you know, for however length of time. Right now, it's going to be four weeks that we know of. They have to buy groceries or have to buy things as well. Seeing that line, some of the news anchors actually spoke to some individuals um, in the line. And a number of people were like, I've never did this before. Um, I don't know what to expect. I'm thankful, you know, they're grateful to God for it, grateful to the organization for it. But someone mentioned uh, more than ever, it really does humble you. You really do have to put your pride aside. And because some folks might think, oh, I'll never do that. Uh, And then you find yourself in a situation where you're using... (laughs) food stamps or you are in that line you know for you know at a food bank or a food shelf never say never but again the point is is you know with all of these resources you can't ever say oh well that's just for poor people that's just for you know they don't know how to manage their money or, or what you know what i mean right it, it's you can't say that because here we are, there's able-bodied people that are willing to work, want to work, have had, you know, their lives have been in like the food and culinary industry and so forth. And now can be homeless, can end up ha- not having food because they've spent their last dollar and everything at the early portion of the month. And then thinking, oh, crap, I'm going to my next paycheck is going to pay for some groceries or for the rest of the month or, or whatnot. And then they find themselves in a situation where they don't have it. We can't let our pride get in the way of being able to use the resources that are available, that are out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, you know, as I, as we talked about last week, you know, with so many different resources that are out there, um, it, it behooves anyone that is going through any type of, uh, struggle financially, you know, uh, food wise, don't go hungry. <laughs> don't go hungry. I mean, make sure that you are um, taking the opportunity to find out what some of these resources are. And again, you know, there are ways to find out. Uh, you know, through that article from NPR, there are still a list of things, but if you're interested in trying to find out, uh, I believe we may have mentioned it last week, but feedingamerica.org. If you go to that website, feedingamerica.org, uh, you can, uh, you know, it talks about coronavirus, of course, but, you know, what about finding ways or finding a food bank in your area? Feeding America, feedingamerica.org uh, gives you almost a one-stop shop very similar to the one that we uh, shared with you last week by clicking on find your uh, food bank or your local food bank you could enter in your zip code 
didn't enter my state. <laughs> but you enter your zip code. <laughs> oh. Yeesh. And then you enter your state. If I know how to type. But maybe it's my computer, right? We're not going to talk about the computer. Shut That's up. What we... And clearly you get. Oh, well. I know. I don't know. But see, that's... Okay, that's just in one area. Yeah. Oh, but I'm not even... My wretched... My computer is acting the nut. Mm-hmm. What? I can't help. I. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Anyway. Okay, do you, do you when have your a computer listing? works, it is a great one. You're dumb. It's a great resource. Like you said... Um, feedingamerica.org yeah um it yeah it has a little tab uh for find your local food bank oh my goodness just put in your zip code or your state and it will um just you know aggregate a list of feeding america food banks that serve your area so when i put in a zip code (laughs) I didn't. I didn't say anything. It was just, yeah. It has. I'm gonna let the umbuji foodie read this. Read this address. What? Oh, seriously, you should know that address or say that word. I'm good. Anyway, we already mentioned it, but um, second heart, second harvest heartland, seventy one oh one Winnetka Avenue. I thought so, but I didn't want to say it wrong on air. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota five five four two eight. But it's you know there are so many that um, I mean that's just one. And that's, food yeah, bank. that's a very narrow uh, kind of exactly uh, search radius. But you can look for um, one that's just, you know statewide. Just look through the state exactly. Look I'm for the, one that might be near a friend's house. Anything exactly. So again, it, there are opportunities and ways for you to be able to. Um, definitely to you know find find food in your community find food in your area it's it's interesting that um uh, again i i have to make mention that this is not a political show this is a show about food but when we have, I guess, leaders of the company, or leaders of the company, sorry, no. Hmm. Well, uh, anyway. We're not going to go there. No, we're not. Um, when you have leaders of a country um, that seem to uh, forget um, the will of the people, or, you know, people, I won't even say the will of the people, because it's not that. Uh, caring about people that's what i'm trying to say caring about people um that you know we, we we're in the situation that we're in because if there were if there were individuals that truly cared about you know making sure that each and every american or i won't even go that every each and every individual each and every human you know within this country has an opportunity to have food on their table you know why not you know why use whatever political situation that we're in right now 
to hold that back especially when gosh you, you could see it people are out here not only the fact that you know they're losing their lives but people are in a situation of I don't think that we haven't seen in quite some time. I've heard some, I remember here walking along, I was in the grocery store and two older individuals, much older than myself were saying, God, I don't remember anything like this. You know, even the depression wasn't like this, you know, where people were, you know, in line lines, like, you know, when we talked about in Dallas and, with so other many other food banks and food shelves almost being depleted in some instances that they don't know what to do or people don't know what to do. It was saddening. It was saddening to hear that. And it, you know, if, if, if certain leaders don't do that, then it kind of falls on us as a community to look after one another. Um, we just have to find whatever ways. Uh, I was talking to a fr- I was talking to a friend yesterday and trying to do community garden. You know, for he's a teacher and he for every I guess semester or season they want to they have a goal of trying to do like I guess I it's a it's a it's a hefty goal a thousand pounds of of, of hey. A thousand pounds of, 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 uh, maybe fruits and ve- fruits and vegetables, you know, from their garden. I admire the aim, right? But considering what we're in right now, that's what makes it very difficult. The fact that that wow, but I was I, I wouldn't I shouldn't say it like that. But I, I do, that, the, that that number is is something that seems uh, tangibly necessary, right? That's what. That's, but, but but you see what I'm saying? It's like we you know we have to find creative ways in which to do that. I mean, honestly, if to be perfectly honest, if I had a plot of land or I had an opportunity to have like a something, I would have. I know personally, I would have a garden. I love. I, I don't have anything like that because of where I live, my living situation, or our living situation. But once that does occur, I know that I'm going to have a garden and. I know some friends that they literally they don't have a huge backyard, um, but <laughs> they call it their little urban jungle uh, or ga- urban garden jungle or something like that. But they are growing everything: tomatoes, bell peppers, uh, squash, uh, fruit. I mean, like they have fruit trees, they have raspberry and raspberry bush and and others. I'm like, in this small little space. Wow, I mean, honestly, I think that their back their yard space is probably about the size of the radio booth or size. Yeah. The booth, yeah, the booth. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe about this, maybe a little bit, maybe about another what ten feet, you know, wider, longer, whatever. But it's not huge. It's not like oh, they have an acre, right? It's nothing, nothing huge. Like and that's for me. That's what. I would possibly do as well. Right. They're but, doing a lot with a little. But with the purpose of being able to say, hey, you know, had a bumper crop of tomatoes. I'm going to share it with other people. Here's some, uh, you know, what, garlic or, you know, um, jalapeno peppers or, or whatever the case is. Sharing it. Because I know, even though I probably would eat a lot of it, 
um, I'd still want to share it. I'd find some way to dice it up, cook it up in some kind of way with some kind of meat or something like that, just to say, you know, I don't want it to waste. Um, I'm there's always going to be some type of food availability, um, even if it isn't. It could be vegetarian. I'm not vegetarian, but if if say sometimes if you have to go that route. That's what you're going right, to have to do. That's what it has to be. That's what it has to be. I mean, but again, yeah, just like it. I say again, I say all of that. My rambling is all to say <laughs> that it really is about, you know, if we see that our leaders or community folks are not doing it, we need to start kind of like doing it right. or no, stepping I'm with up. You. It's like if this, if this time has taught us anything, it's, uh, it's, it's a reminder of, you know, kind of what we should be doing all the time. Exactly. It's looking out for, for each other. And, you know, if you've got a little bit, share it with your neighbor. Pat, you know, um, think of your neighbor. Think of your neighbor. Because, and, because pass that along. Dude, right. Pass that good deed along. And that's going to help the community as a whole. If everyone does that little bit of thing, that the community as a whole thrives. I know this is like the oldest little story in the book or whatever, but okay. like Stone Soup. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm just the equating it to the whole, you know, community. People are probably thinking, "Gosh, this person's over here growing a whole bunch of stuff, or whatever the case is," and or, or all they all they see them growing is tomatoes. You know, I'm like, well, why, why don't they have bell peppers or something like that? I got bell peppers over here. I know a few people that's down the down the street that they're trying to grow corn, or you know what I mean? Right. You know. People come together and they, I know we can't do that right now, but no one's to say that you have some, just like what I mentioned before about putting something in a bag and maybe leaving on someone's, on someone's desk, leaving on someone's porch uh, to share with them, you know, that's what community is about. That's what community needs to be about. Um, and when I when I mentioned I interjected about think of your your neighbor or, or ask your neighbor or whatever, but it's like it's it's caring for each other within the community, especially during this time period. Even we even though we can't go and visit someone and go into their home and everything like that, but knock on a door and leave something for someone and say, hey, I had extra. I'm not sure if you needed it or whatever but i hear five six tomatoes or or some things from my garden or whatever feel free to share it with others that you might know or use it for yourself or whatever it, find ways in which to support your fellow man you know and and show that you care you know as we so need that right now um i'm not trying to sound all philo- philosophical and and weepy <laughs> but no i mean it, people are people are struggling you know uh the mindset that many are in not having an opportunity or having to worry about where's my next meal going to come from what am i going to do to feed my children or whatever can really put you in a, a wrong headspace mm-hmm. and that's not where we want anyone to be actually so man Lifting, uplifting, uplifting. 
So, I feel I'm excited for. I'm going to put this out there. I'm okay. interested in finding out if there's anyone that has, like, this Sunday or Monday that has maybe an organization that is looking to for volunteers. I'm not putting you on the spot, nephew, but uh, I just know myself personally, I am not going back to work until Tuesday. Yeah, put that out there because um, I'm working through the holidays. But it's it's different for me because I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with my time? Yes, I could possibly sit at home and make some masks or or you could turn up. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I'm trying to look for ways in which to volunteer. <laughs> so, Sunday or Monday, um I, I myself I know that I've given some suggestions on ways to volunteer, so I am going to be looking into those, but I'm putting it out to the community. You know, I would love to take maybe like three or four hours um, and donate my time um, to help uh, maybe pack some boxes or, you know, a meal, some meals or, or something, or I don't know. I'm have to reach out to some people and kind of like put that out there. I mean, it's been on my mind, but I'm like, I don't know where else I wanted to try to do it a little bit more central to home. Um, But Y'all figure out something, but I'm putting it out there just so folks know. So uh, we haven't forgotten about you folks, Um, audience listeners. Thank you very much for your support and listening to us kind of ramble. I'm going to share this point or this thought. I know we're probably wondering, well, you're not really talking about new places, new foods and, and so forth, but. I don't know. Do you understand where 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 I'm getting with that a little bit? I mean, if we're doing we're during a time where people are having right. That's not you know kind of the 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 beat that we were taking when we were talking about new places was like this is a cool place we went. You should go to right in lieu of the current climate. That would be kind of irresponsible of us. So we haven't really been doing that as much, and or, also mainly because we haven't been going anywhere either. Like, plus the our, money. Say it. Yeah. Money, the, the, I mean, our money is funny at yeah. the moment, so the kitchen's been popping. <laughs> right, <laughs> so exactly that beef stew, though. Hey, that was bad. Um, but likewise, I, I want to be. I guess I want to say respectful and conscious that I, I don't think it's that appropriate to for a show when we're in this situation you know folks are having trouble you know trying to find a you know meal or or and people are unemployed or whatever and it seems a little bit insensitive to start talking about oh, well, yeah. let's going out let's you know where's start this place a lot of the places we- <laughs> right i'm like no i mean i it one it would be it'd be wrong because i, I really haven't gone anywhere we're right. kind of like in the same situation like you mentioned you know the whole the covid situation plus the fact of Money is funny, right. you know. You want to make sure that you're paying things, and and have the opportunity uh, to 
hopefully stay in your home or to buy food and when you do have the money it's it really is like rationing out and i'm telling you that mental process of trying to think of when you're in the grocery store or you're at some place where it's gonna you maybe you're at a food shelf or a food bank and you're like okay i'm gonna good there's this is beef there's just chicken possibly in in the box or that i'm gonna purchase or or something um monday we're gonna do this tuesday we're gonna be using this to make this you know it's it's work it is a lot of work and yeah that's why you probably definitely haven't heard any like new places or talking about going out because i really want to be able to provide resources and bring something that folks use within the community during this time period uh it's yeah no yes you just you know because we're we're a community show and we'd be remiss if we didn't do what we can to help the community but with that being said when everything goes back to normal we popping off <laughs> he's funny uh manuel yeah I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to get to that so even though i said what i said right uh i, I see s- how long it's gonna take for your computer to get there you're wicked <laughs> but i i'm there the problem yeah so, I've talked about a friend to the show, Manuel, Chef Manuel Perez Winston. So, shout out to Chef Manuel. Um, last week, I have, please, I have to ask his apologies and uh, his forgiveness. I did not get an opportunity to share with him what, uh, you know, Sheer, Sheer Taste is actually going to be doing. Um, there's a new menu that is available that he shared. Um and it's going to be available from uh, Sunday from 11 to 3. And I believe this is this going to be the same exact menu. So I, you know, Chef Perez, if you are listening, Chef Manuel, excuse me, if you are listening, please uh, let me know. But um, there's pot roast that's on the menu, uh, mac and cheese, uh, frittata. Uh, that frit- I, he showed me a picture of the frittata and it was like asparagus, mushrooms, um, Oh, what is that? Parmesan, uh, feta cheese. Oh gosh, and just uh, other uh, ingredients that went along with that, uh, along with the uh, side salad. It just looks delicious, y'all. Uh, a number of different uh, side items. You know, uh, did I said mac and cheese before. That's mac and vegetables. Mac and cheese is a side item. There's greens, red beans, and rice. We know about his food. We know about his cooking. Oh, we do. Uh, yeah, y'all. The man's a hero. Yeah. And then hot sauce. I'm telling you, put it up in some. <sighs> we did. I pre- tried to prepare. And I think I was successful. Um, it took me like what two and a half hours or something like that, and everything to do. But um, this this uh, beef stew, Lord telling you uh, maybe next week i'll talk about that recipe and everything it was good but no pun intended but when you add the sauce oh my fire. gosh fire yeah i mean chef manuel you my good sir yeah you, you, 
I, I'm speechless. You, you're something special. Like <laughs> my, uh, needless to say, that remember even the steak bites that I created. So no. this, which you didn't have any. I didn't. I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. You finished them. I did. The steak bites that I did, uh, or that I, I kind of put, create. I won't even say created, but I prepared. And uh, my air fryer, which is another interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't judge me, but a tablespoon of mayonnaise, a tablespoon of uh, barbecue sauce, and maybe about three or four shakes of that um, habanero hot sauce mixed in, blended. That's movie night or sitting down, you know, I don't know, with the with a glass of whiskey or whatever. Actually, that would be. Uh, yeah, it was bomb. Uh, I just gotta say, I know his uh, his product is coming out there, and he's kind of putting it together and preparing it so that we have it available. But we 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 need that to come out, Chef Manuel. We'll, we'll do our oh, due diligence and in, in creating hype yeah. and buzz. Heck yeah! If it means. That we get in bottles. <laughs> yes, I, those are bottles that I don't mind popping <laughs> at all. At, no, I mean, yeah, telling you, uh, there are three. I, we haven't opened yet the Thai chili one. That one, I'm, I'm, I'm. For some reason or another, I feel like I need to hold off on that until we have some type of Asian dish. Maybe even a a stir fry or something like that. And you know that kind of. Dang, it makes me feel like I need to have some pork belly right now, and then you know do what? What? I'm just laughing because it's like you don't need no real excuse. <laughs> like yeah, I think no, this is, I need I'm, pork belly now. Like no, I'm talking that's on about your mind all the time. No, yes, fine, it is. But I'm saying in this regard, in having a stir fry, I'm I'm like okay, there's pork. I, what I had you had the stir fry before. Yeah. There's pork belly. There's uh, uh, green. Uh, what do you call it? Snap green peas. Um, I don't know. I might be a little bit different and add some cauliflower, but I'll put broccoli in it. Uh, yeah, and add that, and then add, and then use, and then probably use um, some some noodles or something like that, and then add a shake of the Thai chili sauce on it or that hot sauce in it. Man, yeah, you playing. Anyway, right. With um, all that being said, um, keep a close eye on what Chef Manuel is doing on his Facebook. Exactly. I don't know when his sauce is going to be available, but you heard it from us. Exactly. When it is, hit him up because that's it's no joke. Uh, I know. I can't. I'm not gonna knock anybody else's sauce. However. His sauce is superior. Yum. I'm, I'm not gonna say no names, but if you feel in some type of way, you know who you are. Fight me, Jeff Manuel. Sauce is superior. Exactly. So y'all, you just just know that uh, yeah, the man has something going on. Mm-hmm. Three different bottles. I mean, even remember we even tried the uh, the jalapeno. What was it? Jalapeno lime or lime jalapeno? Up, or whatever. That one first? No. That's the habanero. That's the oh. orange one. The green one is the uh, right. The lime jalapeno, or whatever I think, if I'm not mistaken. 
and we had that we had that on some tacos remember uh-huh Dude. we had that uh, we had that on some lengua and some did we have it was carnitas i think so okay but yeah you was, can't tell we eat a lot of tacos yeah <laughs> sorry we're part mexican sorry anyway, or, anyway i won't say all that but anyway but no um, i remember yeah that was that was good on that mm-hmm. i mean he's got some stuff going on i'm just saying and i know we're talking about him and blowing him, uh, blowing him all up and everything like that but it's, it's real right. i mean when you have a a, a a specific product or someone sharing something with you and then you have these you really can relate and have an opportunity to use these those products uh you know in your cooking and for a variety of different stuff yeah i wonder how that would be maybe like the habanero how it would be maybe in a bloody mary because they do i mean i know mm. to find tabasco they do add that tabasco mm. or whatever but i would want to add some habanero just to i mean i'm not really i don't really care for bloody marys that much but whatever but me neither but i think that sounds interesting right i i yeah when we done we might have a whole recipe book for you sure. i know <laughs> be like dang they did just they're just all these what hot sauce hacks or something i don't know <laughs> hey wait. hey you know because we already got the, the 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 steak bite dipping sauce if you would and then we're putting it in <laughs> what beef stew so adding that old i mean i just have to go back to that when you put it in the stew and then you mix it up i mean you there's the heat like you said it's not like oh you're hit with the heat all, all up front and, no. and everything but it's it's good it's really good y'all it's quite good just saying uh who did is that my, is that my sister mm-hmm. are you listening <laughs> anyway um man i i rambled a lot about but i i really hope my my point was made in the sense of you know the resources that are out there that are right. available um what we could do find something you know to help within your community um i know that i will sunday on sunday and or monday i will be finding a volunteer opportunity just a volunteer just to know that i'm you know giving back to the community or out in the community and i don't want to see anybody hungry you know I can't say that, oh, yeah, come, come over to my house and we'll cook or whatever or anything like that. But, you know, if I could make sure that you have access to resources where you can, you know, find food in your local area, that's what I'm going to try to bring to you. Uh, and that's our purpose right now, because um, we know we're getting around those times where people need food. Uh where we're just too far into this COVID thing, mm-hmm. you know. We gotta come through. We gotta come out of this uh, with a different mindset. I honestly think by the time people come out of this, there will be less people going to 
fast food places. I mean, they, they, people will be still going, but I think they're going to be like, I know, I, I, I know, I learned how to cook, or I, you know, took a re- no, I took a recipe book and I went from front to back, you know, and making recipes, and I found ones that I really liked, you know, because. I wasn't able to go out to a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, let me just go to the grocery store, quickly go to the grocery store, look at the menu that I need, uh, the things that I need, go and get those stuff, make it at home, and sometimes let your family be your guinea pigs, and try it out, and you're like, okay, that's something now we know how to make, you know, and it's, mom, dad, can you make what you made last week, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, up, oh, pull out the recipe, or add your own spin on it. Uh, a lot of times, and I think I've mentioned this many, many months ago, recipes or menus are just fine. It is for that, but make it your own. It could be a foundation for you of for that dish. You could always add your own flavor or seasoning and switch it up a little bit to make it more unique to you and for your family. There might be some that that's too hot. <laughs> That's too much seasoning. Hey, <laughs> we live in Minnesota. I'm, I'm not afraid to say that. The Facebook Live ain't on, so they can't see the way my neck just moved. But I- <laughs> mm. oh, man, I'm telling you. Oh, folks, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, I know that we are coming to near the end of the show, but um, I just want to say thank you. Um as I said, we're here every Saturday at, at 10 ish. At 10 a.m. <laughs> so, regardless of what he says, 10 ish. Uh, yeah. There are sometimes when there are computer issues, whatever, that cause um, certain things not to actually occur when they need to. But whatever. Just know that we are not going to be leaving you anytime soon. And we are here to bring you all things food. And hope that you continue on with this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really fun uh, chatting with you all this morning and sharing some resources. We will be out of here shortly, but until that time period, until you hear from us next week, just remember never let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be because really you have a responsibility in the community to find resources and feed the community as well as your family. Remember, food brings us together. Mm-hmm. Until next time, people. Next time. Peace. Peace. Sit on down with the unbougie food day. Thank you.